Hi friends, Jonathan Gaylord here. Before we get to the examine, I just wanted to pop in and say that through the month of March, uh, we are doing an online fund drive, uh, just you know, NPR style, to support the online ministries of Yadkinville United Methodist Church. So if you have found the Yadkin Examine, the Yadkin Lectio, the YouTube worship services, uh, any of the other online things that we do to be helpful, if any of them have helped you grow in your spirituality, be more consistent in your faith, I invite you to consider uh, making a donation in any amount to Yadkinville United Methodist Church. And you can do that over on our church's website, yadkinvilleumc.org forward slash contribute. There is uh, a box that is just online fund drive that you can use there. And for every uh, donation that we receive, over $25, we'll send you a free gift. Uh, So it ranges from stickers all the way up to, I will personally come and make you dinner. That's right, me, a seminary-trained chef, will come and make you dinner. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You'll have to find out. We're going to be doing this through the month of March, so you'll hear about it again at the end of the podcast. Uh, But if you could consider giving and supporting the online ministries of Yakinville UMC. That would be amazing. And now let us go to the examine. Welcome to the Yadkin Examine. My name is Jonathan Gaylord, the pastor at Yadkinville United Methodist Church, and the Yadkin Examine is a weekly podcast where every Monday we take a moment to reflect on the past week, give thanks to God, and seek strength for the day and week to come. The examine comes out of a technique described by Ignatius Loyola and is still practiced by Jesuits twice daily. We've adapted it here to help us reflect on the events in our lives and discern God's presence and will for us. We'll use prompts for self-reflection from various sources, like the 22 questions John Wesley and the Holy Club at Oxford would ask themselves daily. In addition to that, we'll hear an excerpt from Sunday's sermon, and we'll draw some reflection questions from the sermon, our worship, and the scripture text. The reflection questions are listed in the show notes, and you may want to copy them so that you can write out your answers as a journaling practice. As we prepare to pray together, I invite you to take a moment to center your body, heart, and mind for prayer, maybe through taking several deep breaths, finding a comfortable posture, anything that helps you to be present to the Holy Spirit in our midst. And let us now begin with a sermon excerpt from March 5th, preached by me, Jonathan Gaylord, on Nicodemus's visit to Jesus in the middle of the night, found in the Gospel of John, chapter 3. And maybe that's the thing. Maybe Nicodemus shows up in the middle of the night asking Jesus, what can I do? What do I need to do to be good enough? What do I need to do to be worthy enough? What do I need to do to receive this life and this new salvation? Tell me what womb I need to crawl back into. Tell me where I need to go. Tell me what I need to do. Tell me, Jesus, how I can get into the kingdom of God. And what is so frustrating to Nicodemus and is so frustrating to us is that the answer is to find ourselves nurtured by Jesus Christ alone. Is to find ourselves nurtured by God. Is to find ourselves resting in the Holy Spirit. Nicodemus's nighttime visit isn't about having it all figured out. It's not about knowing what's rustling out in the woods, but trusting that what, whatever is rustling out in the woods outside of our tent is in fact, regardless of what it is, 
under God's control. The wind comes and the wind goes, and you do not know from where it comes, you do not know where it goes, but you hear the wind. Jesus tells Nicodemus, we don't have to understand how we are born again. What we need as people of God is to surrender ourselves to Jesus Christ. To enter into that crazy thing we call discipleship. Following the Holy Spirit who calls us once more into the safety of God's own womb. To follow that Christ who has been lifted up so that we might have salvation in the midst of the wilderness. We like to argue about how people are saved and what does it look like people are saved. What does new birth look like? And we've got a lot of examples of what new birth looks like, of what salvation looks like, of what we look like when we have received that salvation. Paul with the fruits of the Spirit. We've got Paul again, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. But at its core, at its most simple being, to receive new birth, to receive salvation, is to say, okay, God, I'm with you. I want your Holy Spirit. You're in control of this process, and where you go, I go. Where you lead, I will follow. Where you already are, there I will be too. Nicodemus leaves the same way he shows up in this story. He leaves in the night. And he's not the only person in Scripture who leaves without fully understanding. Because like so many people who show up and come before Jesus, their question is, what do I need to do? And they are flummoxed when Jesus' answer is, well, God's done it. I'm doing it. The Holy Spirit is doing it. They're confused when Jesus says, the way you receive new life, the way you receive new birth, the way you receive salvation, the way you receive the kingdom of God is to look upon Christ, is to follow Jesus, is to call upon the Holy Spirit, is to trust that God's love for you is enough. We want to see around the corner in the middle of the night. We want to see beyond our own headlights. We want to understand. And yet, Jesus says, it's not necessarily about understanding. People come to Jesus with questions all the time, and half, most of the time he doesn't really answer them. 
but he never gets mad at anyone for asking questions. But Jesus does say over and over, time and time again, that salvation, new life, new birth, receiving the kingdom of God is a gift from God and from God alone. And so as we go through this season of Lent, as we reorient our lives once more to Christ, may we remember that what we are pointing ourselves to, that what we are reorienting ourselves to, that the reason we read scripture or pray or come to worship or receive communion, the reason we are baptized, the reason we go out into the world to serve, the reason that we seek justice for our brothers and sisters in this world is not because of who we are, but because of the gift that Christ has already offered to us. And this is the good news. The good news of the gospel that Jesus Christ has shown up before we showed up. That God's love for us begins and ends our story. And so this Lent, I invite you once more to look for where God is at work in your lives for where God is at work in our world, for where Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit have shown up and are showing up. Almighty God, as we come to you in this time of prayer, help us to see your love, help us to see your grace, help us to understand your passion and your mission for us. Holy God, be with us now. As you prayerfully review your past week, ask yourself, what are you thankful for? Where has the Holy Spirit shown up in your heart and life? As we consider where we have fallen short, ask yourself these questions drawn from John Wesley and the Holy Club. Am I jealous, impure, critical, irritable, touchy, or distrustful. How do I spend my spare time? Am I proud? As we look at the week that is to come, ask yourself these questions, drawn from the sermon and our scripture text. Nicodemus came to Jesus with questions. What question do you have for God right now? How does having that question impact or affect your faith? Almighty God, thank you for this time where we are able to pray together. Lord, reveal to us your path, reveal to us your love, show us your will, Almighty God, and help us to be your people in this world, constantly striving to be more like your Son, Jesus Christ. Almighty God, be with us now. Amen. And now as we prepare to go back out to the business of our lives, 
Let us reflect once more on John chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, You must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know, and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. Thank you so much for praying the Yadkin Examine with us today. Remember, you can always join us on Mondays with the Yadkin Lectio and on Sundays in worship over on YouTube. And remember, through the month of March, we're doing a special online funds drive uh, to support the online ministries of Yadkin Bill United Methodist Church. If you'd like to support uh, the Yadkin Examine, the Yadkin Lectio, uh, online worship, and see those things grow and expand I encourage you and invite you, if you're able, to go over to yagnambilleumc.org forward slash contribute. Click on the little link that says online fund drive uh, and to be a part of, of, and to be a part of it. If you give a gift over $25, you get a gift for free um, from sticker packs all the way up to I will come and cook dinner for you. Yes, I, Jonathan Gaylord, podcaster, extraordinaire, pastor to the stars, will come and make you dinner. And there's a lot of stuff in between those two things. So as you go out into this day and into this week, I invite you to remember and to keep John chapter 3 in your heart and mind. Join us in prayer and continue to pray that the Holy Spirit will guide you in your life. Until we pray together again, God bless.